Good morning, and welcome to worship at uh, First United Methodist Church. It is a joy to see all of you gathered here today, uh, and a joy to know that there are several of you worshiping online. If you would take a moment and register your attendance, either by commenting online or in the pew pad and placing it in the uh, offering plate later in the service. Just a couple of ways you can connect here at First United Methodist Church. The United Women of Faith, they're having a luncheon tomorrow at noon. And the uh, guest speaker will be mayor, the mayor. So um, you can find more information about this and the other announcements in your newsletter. Also, the fall festival is coming up on the 25th. And Catherine needs donations of cupcakes and candy. And today is the Rake and Run event, and uh, see Catherine for more information. So as soon as I finish the prayer today, Harriet Murray is going to come up and give an announcement about generosity. Let us prepare ourselves for worship with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this beautiful day and your holy presence in it. And we come for great anticipation in this time of worship praying that your spirit would fill us, renew us, and draw us closer to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Today marks the second week of our Generosity New Beginnings campaign. And the theme this week is The Great Adventure. Now that sounds exciting, and that's what's happening here at First United Methodist Church in Gadsden. There's a lot of new exciting things going on, some new programs, new Sunday school classes, and we want you to be a part of it. On the card today, you are asked to answer the following. I feel led to step up in ministries here at First United Methodist Church by... So... If you need some help in going in a direction, we can help you with options for that too. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's all being a part of something, and it's, it is exciting. It is an adventure. The response cards are located in the pew in front of you, and you're asked to pray over it. There is a prayer station just outside to my right where you can place your card when you have thoughtfully and prayerfully considered how you might could step up to ministry here at First United Methodist Church. Also, you should have received in the mail one of the pledge cards for giving, your estimated giving for this coming year. It just helps us with the budget to know what we have available, what we'll be able to do with our programs. So also, please prayerfully consider what you might can do to help with that aspect of ministry here. The, um, those cards can be turned into the office or in the offering plate. As the prophet proclaimed of the Lord, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? God is doing a new thing here at First United Methodist Church in Gadsden, and you're invited to be a part of it. Thank you. Please stand with us this morning.
You may be seated. As we go to our time of prayer today, um, I know we bring multiple concerns with us. And uh, as we pray, I especially want to remember and lift up Carmen McKibben and family. Her father was killed in a tragic accident this past week. Pray for them. Also, we want to remember Israel and the war that is happening there. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we do come with so many concerns on our hearts, those that were spoken and, and the unspoken. We have people that we care about who are hurting today, and we pray that your healing spirit would be with them. We have people that we care about who are mourning and struggling. God, be with them as well. Be with situations around our community, our nation, and our world, and be with us as we worship you today. May we be renewed in this time of worship, and may we meet you here in this place so that we might go and be your witnesses. Help us to receive and help us uh, to give. Bless what we give so that you might be glorified and your kingdom may come. This we pray in the name of Christ. Amen. Children, you're dismissed to Children's Church, and now the ushers will receive our morning offering.
pleasure working with our first through third graders, and they are a lot of fun and have lots of energy to share. slides on the screens for the services and brings all that information together to have a, a complete worship service for both the celebration service and the tradition service and that's also how we're able to broadcast our services out to folks that can't get to church on Sunday mornings. to help Catherine Moore with the children's program. And by doing that this year, I volunteered to help with this new Sunday school class. And I was so very blessed to be able to do the first new Sunday school class. And I got to meet two lovely new members, Lydia and Nora Horton. And in doing that, I also got to meet their mother and talk to her for a little while, Molly. And after we taught the class, I also got to meet Judy. So I got blessed four times by being just a volunteer that Sunday by getting to meet some new members, and it was just a wonderful experience. Just go ahead and let Catherine know what Sunday works for you, and as she plans the next semester schedule, I'm sure she could find a place for you because it will, I'm sure it will bless you as much as it blessed me. The second way I have been led to step up is with uh, the Soup Kitchen Friday, our ladle of love. And our little band of brothers came together at a time when uh, one of the four Sundays um, team couldn't work together anymore. And we have just gotten to know each other. We have had the best time. And of course, feeding people who might not get fed that day is just such a wonderful thing that our church does. And if, again, I told myself when we first decided to make this commitment that you know the reason we weren't doing it was we traveled too much. It was too much of a commitment. I don't cook. I mean, all of those excuses, um, God still nudged me forward, and it has been such a wonderful year and a half that my team has worked together. And I'm sure you would also have a wonderful time, too, volunteering with the soup kitchen. And I wanted to end my um, step-up speech with uh, this scripture from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. And he says that each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Anyone speaks, they should do as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. The second way I have been led to step up, stepped up in ministry here at First United Methodist Church, it takes a lot of people to make Sunday morning and in the week happen, and I, I'm thankful for all of you. And just want to say a word of thanks, continued thanks to our praise team, especially Molly, who stepped up to sing on this first, first Sunday with the praise team. Thank you very much. And remember, as we go through our worship service today, you have a card in your pew. It's, it's at either end in the offering uh, envelope space. Pray over that card. Hold it in your heart. You're invited to place those in the interactive prayer station in the Chestnut Street lobby, or you can place it 
on the communion rail during the last song or at the end of the service. So we are in the second week of our Generosity Emphasis New Beginnings. So for the month of October, we're going to look at new beginnings. And uh, for that journey, we're going to be in the 43rd chapter of Isaiah. So I encourage you this month to spend time with that chapter. Read through it, study it. I believe it will enrich your experience of this series. If you weren't here last week, let me give you a recap of what, what we talked about. We looked at the first few verses of Isaiah 43, and we looked at hope. So Isaiah had been delivering a message of um, judgment. The people had strayed from God, and out of that were reaping the consequences of their straying. God would judge the people. But Isaiah, in this 43rd chapter, is now bringing a message of hope. God has not forsaken. God will not forget his people. He is with them. Therefore, they can have hope. He will deliver them. And for today's message, we look at that deliverance. It's a great adventure anytime God leads us and guides us. So I invite you to turn to the 43rd chapter of Isaiah, and we will be looking at verses 4 through 7, and then our emphasis, verse 19, Isaiah 43, 4 through 7, and then verse 19. Because you are precious in my sight and honored and I love you, I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give them up and the south do not withhold. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the ends of the earth and everyone who's called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. And then verse 19. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that you make a way for us. And you're always working to bring us home. Help us as we travel this great adventure and as we look to your word today. May the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable unto you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This past month, I started following Molly Carlson on social media. You likely have never heard of her. I hadn't heard of her until I stumbled across her Instagram account. So in case you don't know Molly, Molly is a world champion platform cliff diver, bridge diver. In fact, she is a Canadian Olympic champion at platform diving, which means she regularly climbs 20 meters in the air and jumps. That's about 65 feet into the water below. And I started following her on social media because her videos are fascinating. I cannot imagine what it would be like 
to stand 65 feet in the air, look down, and leap. And it's adrenaline rush to watch her do it. Just to watch the video makes my heart beat fast. There is no way, no way I would do, do such a, a feat. But watching her on social media has made me think about the adrenaline rushes in my life. What makes me fear and what makes me feel like I am leaping off a platform high in the sky. Now, I live a pretty calm life. I'm not in many situations where I'm afraid, and that's because I don't put myself in a lot of situations where there's fear. Now, granted, my career choice has to do with what is considered the greatest phobia for Americans, and that is speaking in public. But speaking in public doesn't bother me. You don't scare me. But there are some things in life which do cause adrenaline rushes. My, my primary things are about trusting. In the terms of a platform diver, I want to know that the water is going to be deep enough. I want to know that it's going to be safe when I leap. Those are the areas that terrify me, not you guys. I want the assurance that everything is going to be okay. But when we look at faith, faith is not always knowing how deep the water is going to be. Sometimes it's putting one foot in front of the other and following God. The book of Hebrews defines faith as this, the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. That is a leap of faith. In the scripture reading for today, God offers an assurance for his people. This passage speaks of God's children returning from Babylon. He promises them, do not be afraid, for I will bring back my sons and my daughters. I will bring you back to that land which was promised. You are my children and you shall return. They are his children and a priority of God. From this, God gives a promise of hope and redemption. Despite the unfaithfulness of Israel, God will bring them back. God will bring them back. Did you hear that message, that promise? Do not fear, I am with you. God has something great ahead. He is doing a new thing, and he will not leave his people. Even though Isaiah declared this promise from God, I imagine they were terrified. They were terrified to return. Now you think, well, who wouldn't want to go home? But this wasn't like returning home in the sense that that we will return home. It's not all comfort and cheers. They were returning home to a hostile territory. Have you read Ezra and Nehemiah? When they got there, people were trying to thwart their efforts. When the Israelites were trying to rebuild the wall, they had to have guards posted to keep them from harm and danger and people tearing down the wall. This was not an easy return. This would be a great adventure. They did not know what was ahead, but they could have the assurance that God would be with them. It was never easy 
to take that leap and follow God. Maybe that's why the Bible is filled with examples for us. Example after example of people who leapt to follow the Lord. I'm sure it was a big leap for Noah when he built that big boat. And for Moses when he took that first step. When he followed God up the mountain. When he led the people and was uncertain of himself. And when... Abraham was called to a new land at an advanced age. Or Joshua, when he moved into the promised land and had to fight the existing tribes. Or Hannah, when she left her beloved promised son at the temple. How afraid was David when he faced Goliath? Or Elijah, when he went in the showdown with Ahab and Jezebel, or Daniel, when he walked into the lion's den. How afraid was Peter when he walked on water? What leap was it for those women as they went to the empty tomb that morning, not knowing what they would experience there, even danger to their lives, or the disciples as they went forward for Jesus? Story after story of people who made a leap of faith, who followed God into the unknown. And we might even be able to think of, of stories from this church, from stories that we know well. When the Turrentines, General and Lucy Turrentine, moved their family, picked up their family, and came to Gadsden, they decided to start a Sunday school. For the people here and they did started a community Sunday school and a few years later the Methodists gathered and decided that they would start a church and then they became large enough and they took a leap and hired a pastor and then they took a big leap and built a building and through the years there have been many pastors many buildings many programs and initiative. And during that, there's been a lot of hard times. In those almost 180 years, there were wars, there were denominational splits, there were issues in the church that they had to deal with. But you know what? There was also a lot of people who came to know Jesus. Baptisms, professions of faith, lives change and mission and ministry done in this community in the name of the Lord. We stand on the shoulders of people who stepped up in ministry and are stepping up in ministry today. Beyond the local church, you may even be able to think of examples from your own life. I can. You know, I think about the times I get an adrenaline rush from practicing spiritual disciplines, from stepping into the, into the unknown. You heard Barbara say on the video, she stepped up to lead a, a group for, uh, for meals, the soup kitchen, on Friday, and she doesn't even like to cook. So see, God can call us to places that we don't expect or don't know. You know, Bible study and service I grew up in the church. That's always been a part of who I am and my practices in faith. But I tell you, when I started tithing, giving 10% of my income, 
that was a leap of faith for me. Something that felt very uncomfortable because I had to trust God. Fasting has always been a leap of faith for me. And God, I believe, is calling me to step up in my witness. You know, that, that's uncomfortable. Those one-on-one -on -one conversations about, about Jesus and inviting people to church. I can stand in front of 500 people and deliver a sermon. But when it's those personal stories, it's more difficult. So I'm praying about what God is leading me to in the coming year. And I think that may be it. Now, let's go back to that definition of stepping up in faith, of faithfulness, from Hebrews 11.1. 1. It reads, Faith is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance of things that we do not see. That definition that we believe, means that we believe that God is with us. We may not be able to see. We may not be able to know but we have faith and we go forward. Faith is moving into the unknown with God. It can evoke fear to move to the unknown with God. When we don't know the impact of our next step, we don't know what's ahead, but we can trust that God is with us. Did you hear the words from the scripture reading today? Fear not, I am with you. When Molly Carlson leaps, she doesn't look down. She goes to the edge of the platform, she looks ahead, and she dives. When we leap in faith, we go to the edge. We trust God, and we go forward. We jump into the unknown knowing that God is with us. Now, this message about faith and God's presence with us is a personal message, but it's also a message to the church. It's a message that we have to have faith as a church, faith that God is with us, because the truth is it is easy to hunker down when we're afraid. It is easy to not leap and crave the solid ground. But sometimes God calls us forward as a community of faith to move. We need these words from Isaiah. Hear them. Because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. I will give people in return for you. Nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear. I am with you. Looking at the landscape of church in America, it can be very fearful. Statistics say that people are leaving the church, and even people who consider themselves Christians are less involved with church. That can be fearful to think of what is ahead. And it can be fearful to come to church and look around and see folks that are missing, people that may have left after the vote and First United Methodist Church remained to stay United Methodist, people who have died in recent years. You may miss them. And that might make you fearful and wonder what is ahead for the church. You may be wondering what is ahead denominationally and culturally. But I promise you, now is not the time to hunker down. Look what happened to the disciples when they hunkered down. You can read their story in John 20. 
They were terrified after Jesus died. So what did they do? They went and locked themselves in a room. They were afraid the religious officials were going to come and kill them. So they hid away. And in their fear, Jesus met them. He came to them in that room and breathed his spirit upon them and sent them forth. He didn't allow them to stay in their fear, but sent them out into the world to proclaim the good news. We can't lock ourselves away because just like the disciples, we have an important message to share. And I believe in that message. And I still believe that the church is Christ's bride and the hope of the world. And we have good news to share with others. And God is with us as we step forward in faith. What I love about the United Methodist Church or Wesleyan theology is that God doesn't save us to leave us behind locked doors, to, to keep us steady and stable. God saves us for more. And he invites us to follow him, to grow, to become more like Jesus. There are many ways that you can do that. And many ways in which God invites us to follow him. We know this as something called sanctification. We're made more like Jesus as we follow him. So the reflection question for today is, how are you feeling led to step up for Jesus? How is God calling you to use your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service and witness to serve him? When God invites us to new beginnings, whether that be personally or the body of Christ, God is with us. And when we step forward in faith, step forward with God, it can be an adrenaline rush. Just like standing at the edge of a platform and taking a giant leap. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that you go with us wherever we go, whether that is leaping or stepping up or, or moving forward. We give thanks for your holy presence and your guidance. Be with us, call us forward, and help us to have faith the size of a mustard seed. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
please know that if you have a prayer need in your life or would like to talk more about joining the church or professing Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'll be available after the service to speak with you. And now, receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace.